faith, fight, basketball. This is the F2 Basketball Podcast. All right, it's Colin Stevens. We're back with the F2 Podcast. Today we are joined by a special guest, Evan Harville. Welcome, my friend. Colin, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. So, Evan, you are currently uh, with the Greensboro Swarm, right? And uh, you are, you're just changing everything over there. I mean, you're making, you're making guys just do crazy stuff, huh? I'd like to think so. We're, 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 we're three and one. <laughs> yeah. So, had, had we done this uh, a couple hours ago, we'd be three and oh. Right, so. right. All right, so 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 Evan, please give give our give our fan base a little bit of a, uh, a perspective on your basketball journey and and where you started and and how you got to where you are and what's popping. Absolutely. So, I uh, played Division three basketball. Right, went to uh, Westminster College, great liberal arts school. Uh, same conference as Carnegie Mellon, Case Western. Okay. So the academics really. Uh, you know, come first there. And that, that was great for me because uh allowed me a place to play, right? Yeah. Uh, loved, loved uh, my head coach there. Um, still have a really good relationship with him. Uh, actually stayed for a year after I graduated and uh, helped him coach as an assistant. So, okay. But as soon as I got done with that, uh, you know, it's always been my dream to uh, coach in the NBA uh, at the highest possible level, and, and that's to hopefully have my name in the hat for a head coaching job in this league someday. And uh, my my personal belief was that the fastest route to break down that door in the league was through player development. Right. And I still believe that. Um, I still believe that. I think just by having the relationships with players of the NBA magnitude. Yeah having them trust you, having them respect you, and having them understand that what you're doing is ultimately making them better, right. hopefully both on the court and off, is the fastest way for you to uh, excel, not just in the league, but in your basketball career. Right. Um, so as soon as, I, as soon as I got done with college, that was, that was where I uh, wanted to devote the majority of my time. I got exceptionally uh, lucky, I would say, to uh, be in a city where there was an NBA team, right? Like Charlotte, to right. where there there were, you know, NBA guys just around, right? Um, I got lucky to, and there's luck involved with all this, right? I mean, but I got lucky to be involved with a good number of NBA players. Uh, just through through relationships, um, and you, I mean, you know how it goes. You, if you got if you got one guy, you got five guys, right? Right, because it's a trust thing. Right. If you do a great job with one, they're going to bring a couple more. Yeah. Um, and it really built from there. Uh, so did that for four, three or four years, I think. All the way up until this past off season, mm-hmm. was still was still working with guys even this past off season, and uh, while I was in my interview process, and uh, all the while the last was it the last two years I think I've had over six NBA interviews, six interviews with uh, six different NBA teams. I was a finalist for two, 
so I had been knocking on the door the last two, three years, and then finally broke that door down right a couple months ago. So which had to be a fantastic feeling. It was great. It was great. <laughs> I it still like it was. I you know and I knew, I knew with Charlotte that it was going to come through. At a certain point, I knew I was like, okay, this feels really good. Yeah, I think I've got this. Right. And uh, it's still, until you sign the paperwork, yeah. until you sign the paperwork, it's, you know, it's not done until it's done. So I actually felt so confident uh, in Charlotte that I had another team. I, w- I won't say the team, but I had another team call about a position, and I told them I was already in the talks with, yeah. with this. So yeah. Which was, I mean, I went on a limb, you know. Right. I mean, that was... Um, I hung up that phone call and was kind of like, "What did I just do?" Right. You know, like right. Uh, I was sweating that a little bit, but but no, now here we are. Yeah. So uh, you know, doing the same thing, you know, that I've been doing with with a major focus on player development and doing it, you know, with a team right now. Sure. So doing and the G League is something that I mean, they're all about player development, right? All I mean, about it's player like development. getting guys ready for where they want to be. It's uh, you know, and the the G League's crazy, and I'm learning this, you know, as I go, but. Uh, there's your win loss record is I mean it's wild yeah you know because you you don't know who's being sent down you don't know who's being sent up yeah right you you, you your roster is extremely volatile so it when you have a situation like that it becomes so much more about the development of the players as opposed to whether you win the game. Does right. that make sense? Absolutely. And, and, you know, I think as a coach, like that kind of burns me to say yeah. that a little bit, right? Yeah. And, uh, um, you know, that, that, that kind of hurts because, you you know, you want to win, just the competitiveness and all of us. But at the end of the day, you know, you kind of got to, you know, like we like to say in Charlotte, you don't get too high on your highs and you don't get too lows on the lows. We're all here to get a little bit better. Right. Right. Because That's, it's also, it's also, it's not just a, a uh, development ground for players it's also a development ground for coaches right for coaches gms refs sure i mean uh operational staff everybody uh a good friend of mine uh chad buchanan who's the the gm of the indiana pacers and i reach out to chad a lot for advice and and uh one thing he would always go back to me whenever i'd you know circle through an interview tell him how it went whatever the case was, he'd always circle back and say, Evan, get in the G League. You got to go to the G League. That's, that's, you're going to grow. You're going to learn. It's the best possible situation, I believe, for anybody to start out. And he used to say that. He'd say, this isn't just for players. This is for, for development, for coaches, GMs, refs. I mean, everybody. Everybody involved. So. Well, And when you're talking about, you said it a minute ago, it's almost like you got to change your mindset a little bit because – you're, when it comes to development, it's not just about winning. And if you if yeah. you, you if it's just about winning, you'll actually sacrifice development, right? Absolutely. So it's 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 towing that line of how do we really keep developing players? But then everybody in the business is competitive as heck at that level, and yeah. so it's also about winning. How is that balancing that? You know, you you want you want to make sure that the guys that you're developing are see see this is this is how I've approached it is I've I've told our guys that fellas listen at the end of the year you're going to be better than when we started this year I'm going to be better you're going to be better that's how we're going to do it but you also have to understand that 
we can't sacrifice anything to get to that point. Does that make sense? Like yeah. we can't we can't go in and say it's okay if we don't win this game. No, it's 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 not okay if we right. don't win this game. You know because when 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 we win, you guys look better. I look better. Our organization looks better, right? right? Winning should be a byproduct of your development. So whether, you know, whether that means that, you know, it's it's, you know, like a sliding scale to where you get better and better and better and the wins increase 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 throughout the season. I mean, it's a 50 game season. Sure. You know, we have a lot of rookies. We've got guys who were in college last year who this is almost, you know, a completely second season combined in I mean what, what are you playing in college 25 games or what are they yeah probably 35 30, yeah max right I yeah. mean we're playing 50 hopefully we go to the playoffs and it's a few more so they're almost doubling their amount of games so it's like guys listen you know we took we took a loss last night we had a you know really tough travel schedule it's okay you know but it's like let's not hang our head on that let's get a little bit better right and let's string a few wins together here sure because I think the the, the whole thing is like I like I just mentioned that Winning should absolutely be a byproduct of your development, but it it shouldn't come with the sacrifice of um, anything else. Yeah, oh, I dig it. And one of the things that you did just say was uh, it's going to come with a t- tough travel schedule. Take us through yeah. your last twenty four hours. It's 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 been crazy. So uh, the G League definitely didn't do any do Charlotte or Greensboro any favors to start the season, but we uh, we flew into Orlando. Flew into Orlando, and uh, yesterday, what time? God, what time did we get there? Yesterday morning, we got there in the morning. We got there yesterday morning. Had a shoot around, got off our feet, played the game, and uh, had a 4 a.m. bus trip to get to the airport to come back to Charlotte. Flew into Charlotte, drove back to Greensboro. So I think we're going to turn around and play Orlando again tonight. So we got a back to back, back to back. Back to back, we got so. bus rides in there. We got plane flights. We got everything, and and that's part of that's part of being a pro, yeah. right? And your development is is knowing like you don't need to be in the gym hundred hours a week, right? You know, or whatever it is. Like it's it's you know being a pro is very much about get off your feet. Are you eating the right way? Right. You know what I mean? What, what are you what are you doing to take care of yourself? Are you getting treatment? You know, on your off days and. And that's I mean and it's that, gotta that be. constitutes development, sure. right? I mean that's that's and a large part of bettering yourself as a pro and learning how to show up every day, regardless. Yeah. I mean, because we, 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 we see it, yep. we see it in the corporate world where you've got to show up, even if you don't feel good, you've got to come to work and you got to do what you're paid to do every day. And yeah. sometimes it's like we can almost like 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 athletes will take that that foot off the gas, especially if they've done it in their high school years or their college years, where. I don't feel good today. I get. I'm yeah. gonna take a day off. Absolutely. Well, you, I mean, these guys that are trying to make it, they don't have a, a chance for that. No, absolutely. We we've uh, we've we've uh, yeah, we've had those conversations with our guys. So, um, but no, you're absolutely right. And this this it, I, I like the corporate analogy because you know basketball is very much a small window. Their playing career, at least, right. is very much a small. I don't think players understand how small of a window it really is. Um, you know, I mean, you have roughly from, you know, your early 20s to your to your, to your your mid-30s to make as much money as possible playing this game, and right. then it's, you know, it's next chapter. And a know? lot of guys don't make it to the mid-30s part either, though. Rarely. <laughs> very, very rarely. So, 
All right, so an, an, uh, another piece of about you, like what has been, what have been some big time obstacles along your journey? Have you had any favorite failures that have that you've had to just deal with and and get past, or or obstacles that you've had to to climb over? Like what's been the struggle, and and how have you dealt with it? You know, I, I love that question. My my favorite failures, I like that. My favorite failures have been every single job that I didn't get yeah. in the league, right? Because I I got to a point so much so to where I loved, I wanted to hear no. Because no was the next, all right, who's next? Who are we calling next? You know, or what team's next? You know, and it almost became a thing to where, I had compiled like a resume of like, all right, Evan didn't get these jobs, you know, but it became a thing because I was, well, at least I was good enough for them to call. Sure. You know, at least I was good enough to, or made enough noise that I interviewed with X, Y, and Z. And I got to the point to where I was like, dude, I'm I'm just going to keep getting no's. Like I'm going to be able to tell people that, all right, Dallas said no, Detroit said no, Orlando said no. Like I'm going to, you know, because when I pick up the next, it was always... They they would ask, you know, and everybody in the league knows, you know, your reputation from day one is is you know good or bad. That's it's going to be what it is. So, um, I was always looking for. I got to the point where I was like, all right, who's next? Who's next? I loved it. Um, I never, you know, I not once did I ever, you know, hang my head and was like, I didn't get it. You know, I had always believed that. All right, this is what I'm gonna do. You're not going to stop me from doing this. Right. Nobody is. And it's just a matter of time before the next team says yes. Right? That was it. Sure. Um, and then I just, again, a little bit of luck involved, just happened to get, you know, into a situation where Charlotte cleaned house and there was a bunch of positions open. And, you know, their front office reached out and asked if I'd like to interview for a position. And, you know, you, you kind of take those phone calls and you don't, Again, you don't get too high or you don't get too low. You just absolutely, and you right. see where it goes. And uh, this one was it. Yeah, you know. So and so, what I what I take away from that piece is just a resilience, right? Yeah, oh, is yeah. that because yeah, oh, yeah. because sometimes you just gotta outlast people, right? Because there's True. some guys that think that oh, it's just supposed to happen, and then if it doesn't happen the next year, I'll just find I'll just go do something else. But you you knew that this is what you wanted to do. And so because of that, it's like you had some resilience through your nose. This was going to happen. Yeah. You could not tell me it wasn't going to happen. Right. You know, I I went from, I mean, you know, working with kids, you know, to, yeah. to, to pay the bills, to, you know, working with NBA players. To, I mean, you even work with Steph some. To work with Steph, Steph to travel, Curry. traveling, to, you know, work with, you know, guys like Steph and, and, and players on the road and do stuff like that to, to, you know, there was, you were never going to be able to tell me or convince me that this wasn't going to happen. Right. Um, so, and it's still a very much, I mean, it's a, it's a huge, there's a huge learning curve. Yeah. You know, just, just from the standpoint of, um, how things operate. Right. You know, everybody that has, you know, a certain amount of, you know, years on, on their, on their belt in the league, it's kind of a, there's a flow to it, you know, and it's yeah. just about getting the, you know, getting used to that flow and learning how to move and how how to do things, you know, the way 
the NBA wants things done, and um, it's very much a fraternity. But yeah, there was you were never going to be able to tell me that that wasn't going to happen. So, so it, so your your belief in yourself made it that you would just stay persistent and keep going. This is the F two podcast, so you know that we're going to incorporate the question of faith somehow. So, like, does there, is there any fundamental piece of faith beyond just believing in yourself? Or, or even when I talk about faith, what comes up? Yeah, I, you know, I would, I, I would say that, you know, faith to me was, was just having that unshakable confidence that this was going to happen, right? You know, and then, and then, and then this happened, right? right? And then, so now it's like, what's next? You know, all right. Well, I have my goals in mind for what I'm going to do next. And I kept it as precise as like, you know, I, I, I wouldn't, I would never specify like the team, like I'm going to be here with this coach and do it. Cause you just, you can't control any of that. But I would get so much into the mindset that like, you know, just taking 10 minutes every morning and just sit down and just, you know, eyes shut and just, this is what this feels like when I'm on this level. Mm. And to me, that was the faith that I needed. Right. right? Does that make sense? So yeah. like I would, I would put myself in that situation before it ever ever was you know a thing and i would just sit with it you know 10 minutes a day right. every morning i made sure that was the first thing i did every morning i still do it you know just the goals have changed a little bit you know now but um that that to me was 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 the faith that that like you know like I've, i think i've said this 50 times now but you you nobody nobody was gonna be able to tell me i couldn't right. do this right right um I think that you have to have a belief and a faith in yourself that what you want is and can happen, is attainable. I think that's one of the biggest things that there's always that little voice in a lot of people's head, in the back of their head that I don't know, you know, whether you realize, whether it's subconscious or subliminal, you know, but but that's there, you know, and it's like, it's about finding that yeah. and like extracting it like right. there is no there's no doubt right like this is ha- what i want is happening why not me it's just a matter of time it's a matter of time why not me you know and i think you know is is there is there you know a larger force you know at play in all of this i'd like to think so yeah right yeah you know i'd like to think so because there's things that you know have happened and and people that that you know you end up being around and coincidences and serendipities that just kind of make you scratch your head and you're like huh right you know that, that that's interesting right you know that's that's really interesting um things that you sometimes you just can't answer you know so um it, it all it all gets you know how's it work i don't know you know what i mean <laughs> i have i don't know if any i don't know yeah. if we know but I know that it works, and uh, and I think that it's about just having that trust, not just in yourself, but understanding that okay, let's not get too high here, let's not get too low. There's a there's a plan here, right? Right. I think that's largely important. Yeah. So just, I mean, I'm gonna get personal here, and you can push me off if you want. Or yeah, yeah, you yeah, can yeah, yeah. Pl- yeah. So please, did, did please. Your, did your family? Please. Did you grow up going to church? Did you grow up within a belief system? Did you grow oh, yeah. up in anything oh, yeah. that made you feel like, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that had that there was a, 
there was a bigger picture absolutely okay yeah, so yeah, might be, that was that was yeah that'd be my mom yeah absolutely she was uh you know as a kid i don't know how many let's be honest here i don't know how many adolescent or pre-adolescent kids want to wake up early and go to church on sunday let's just be honest yeah. you know what i mean i yeah. don't know I was not one of the, yeah, right. I'm not, look, listen, I'm, I'm either at the gym, I'm not getting out of bed, look, this is, I'm not going, right. you know, but it was, no, you're going, right, yeah. so, um, definitely my mom, and she's still, today, every, every time, you know, we had lunch, uh, we had lunch last week, and she said, uh, she just, she, she had to throw it out there, she's like, uh, you know, I, I don't want you to forget to, you know, take time just to, you know, all of this is possible, you know, because of God. Yeah. You know, she, yeah. you know, she, so she's still, I'll get text, you know, random text, you know, in the morning or every now and then she'll, she'll say, Hey, did you, uh, did you talk to God today? You know, just little things yeah, like that, yeah. you know? So, um, yeah, she, she still does that, whether it was, you know, forcing me to go to church when I was younger <laughs> or, um, um, you know, not that I didn't believe or didn't like right. her. Just I mean, come on, what, what, what we got to get out of bed here for? You know, right. I'd hit her with the uh, look. Listen, we're gonna compromise. I'll read the Bible for an hour, but I'm not leaving my bed. Right. You know what I mean? So and that that stopped working. So yeah, um, I had to. I ended up, you know, eventually having to go. But um, but yeah, you know, just as while we're on this, I think that's, I think that is a we're gonna ex escape the basketball talk for a minute. But I think just finding your faith is a fully about, you know, some, some churches and pastors aren't for everybody. You know, you have to oh, find, you got to find what fits you, right? No question. I mean, you have to. Um, and I think that makes the process all the more better. I mean, no different than you, you know, like a recruitment process for college. Sure. You want to play for who yeah. you like, yeah. you know, who, who, you know, you want to, you, same thing with church. You want to attend, you know, what fits you sure right so and that's the hard part too because like in my mind if god is who he is and unchanging but we've got all these churches that don't all come across the same way displaying god as who he is like yeah. that's a confusing thing to me like and i grew up in church i grew up loving basketball pursuing pursuing both really and then so like when as you talk about like finding the fit for you as a as where you're going to attend church or where you're going to have a community of believers. Yeah. Like that's a, that's a difficult thing for me because I think it should be more simple than it is. Yeah. It's like saying, yeah. it's almost like saying like yeah. the game of basketball is different here than it is in Europe than it is in Argentina that it is like, no, the game of basketball is the same. Like, Put the basket, put the ball in, in the, the hoop, hoop. The and of, don't the let them, the day. don't yeah, let yeah. them put it in the hoop. Like it's really yeah, yeah. simple, at right? At the end of the day, but yeah, yeah. we have a yeah. way of making things more, really more complicated than they really are. And I think we do that in faith too. Yeah, no, I would agree. I would certainly agree. Like, like when you talk, when you talk to your team, uh, like you guys work on X's and O's. You work on positions. You work on matchups. You work on all kinds of stuff. Yep. But when it comes down to it. What you're probably going to coach most throughout the game is making sure that we're talking, making sure that we're gonna we're gonna reach the effort plays. Still go over some of your schemes, but right, it comes down to basics. Yeah, everybody in the league, we all run the same stuff. Right, you know, we like to think we don't, but we, at the end of the day, it's the same stuff. Yeah. Um. So no, you're right. Absolutely, I like that. I, I, I say that uh, maybe once a practice, like fellas, listen. At the end of the day. 
that ball goes in the hoop. Yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, you're right. It's, it's extremely simple. So, and faith, faith, faith is, it's, it's, you know, you're right. It's the same thing. Like, we have, a, we have a way of making something that wasn't supposed to be complicated really complicated. And then it yeah. confuses people. Yeah. Yep. Right? So, we got a lot of people confused. Like, oh, I go to this church. Or I don't go to this church, but I believe this, but is that wrong or is it right? And I don't think it's so much about a wrong and a right. I think it's a connection to God through Jesus Christ that, you know, like, it's, 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 but it makes me think, like, how, how could we simplify that? Like, sometimes we got to get to players through simplifying, right? Absolutely. Like, I mean, you've worked with, you've worked with some high level players for a long time. Yeah. Sometimes, like, it's just, we, we complicate things for them. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I think you know, you know, we we shouldn't even talk about this. Well, you know, we'll bring this up since we're already on this subject. Yeah. But I think part of what complicates everything now with you know religion and 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 churches is uh, you know the finances of it all. Sure. I mean, it it is yeah. right. You know, I mean, it's, it's just as simple. It's simply put, you know, it's um, you know, church is a business now. I mean, it, it is, Which is, you know, but it breaks that, my heart to, is what it is. to to say that that's actually what it is. No, it is. So, and it's not everywhere, though. That's not no, it's everywhere. Not. There no, are still there are still it's churches not. that are that are they it's are not. rooted in uh, in in spreading the truth about God and the love of Jesus Christ, and that's like that's their whole purpose. Yep. And and there are churches that seem to get away from that. Yeah. And but I'll be honest, I'm I. I'm not one to judge who's doing it right. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? No, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely because right. Because it's just like, you know, you, you, you playing against another team, you're going to play, you know, and you're saying, oh, they're not doing it right. Well, they're doing it the best they can. Yeah, they're doing what's right for them. You know? You know we're all doing it what's right for us. Yeah. You know, or what we think is right for us. Right. So, um, but... Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll move on from yeah. that you know, for, for, for you know for we, no, we get people commenting under your under your. <laughs> hey, I, but, but but on the real talk, I hope that some of you guys will throw some of your questions this way because I would love to be able to talk you know more openly about that dialogue. Not that I'm gonna be able to say what's right or what's wrong, but I think it's I think it's good discussion to be had. Yep. Now now in in terms of. Uh, what's what's new and coming up for for you guys you guys got the you know you got a game tonight and you got a game tonight and then what um you know what are the hopes of of your future as you develop in the in the G League as a coach oh and, man like i like i said i'm in this thing i i'm 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 not doing anything halfway right. you know this has always been my goal to to have a shot at one day you know having my name in the hat to be an NBA head coach sure. you know, i don't i don't think I don't think you can do anything in life like, uh, you know, maybe, I'll, maybe, maybe we'll try this. No, right. no, no. You're either going to do it or you don't do it. Yeah. You know, and I, I don't, I'm not, you know, I'm not in this to, to, you know, be happy to be here. Of course I'm happy to be sure. where I'm at, right. but you know, there's always a competitiveness and, and hunger for, um, the next, what's next, yeah. what's next, what's next. Um, and I'm not shy. Like I'm never gonna shy away from. You know, there's a lot of guys out there that you know. What, what are you What are you doing this for? You know, what do you want out of this? I like cutting video. Do you? Yeah. Do you really? You know, like that's what you like. Right. Like you know, like what, what are you doing this for? You know, you could tell me you want to do it. You know, well, 
I would know. It's funny. A good friend of mine and uh, is on staff in San Antonio, and we always joke like, you know, brother, you're not, you're not, you're not working in the league for money. Not to start out, right? None of us are, sure. you know. So, um, but you know, that's fine. Tell me, tell me, you want to one day make, you know, a lot of money? That okay? I mean, right. That should be a byproduct of you know you working so hard. I'm right. all right. I'm cool with that. But yeah, don't, you know, don't tell me. Yeah, okay, I'm okay. I'm happy. You know, I want to be you know, the, uh, the last assistant for the next 30 years. No, you don't. <laughs> right. what, if, if, get, go find a different career. Right. You know, like, go do something else. Do something you that know? you want to try and to get and better now, at. Now, don't, don't get me wrong. Like, there, there, there are guys that are extremely good at their role. Sure. Right? And, if, sure. and are, like, are legendary in their roles, and whether it's the front office or on a – and don't get me wrong. That's, you know, Tim Gergovich was, was, was never a head coach, but, you know, arguably – you know, the pioneer of player development, yeah. you know, and it's like never really did the head coaching thing because he was so good at what he did. Right. But it's like that's not knocking him for I mean, the guy was, you know, I, at one point in time, he was the longest standing, highest paid assistant coach in the league. Yeah. You know, and it's like, all right, that guy's winning. He's doing pretty well for himself. Not from, a, you know, it's not about the money. You know right. what I mean? But just, OK, he's again, it's a byproduct. He's doing well for himself, you know, because he's the player development has done so yeah. well. You know, there's there's guys that, you know, like Chip England's a phenomenal example. Yeah. Like, Chip went into this thing like, this is what I do. Yeah. And tackled that and mastered that. But what I would argue is somebody like Chip and somebody like, you know, Gerg are at the pinnacle, like, they're at the top yeah. of what they do. Right. You know, they, they, they weren't like, well, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm okay. Right. Well, we're going to do this. Right. No, no, no. They were like, I'm going to do this the best I can and I'm going to be the best at it. Yeah. And I think that's how you got to, I think that's how we all have to approach everything. Yeah. You know, I mean. You said a big thing there, though, that, you know, like everybody has to be good in their role. And I think a lot of times we look at people and we say, I I think I want to do that or I think I want to do that. And we're not actually being honest with ourselves in what we're really good at. You know, and if we are honest with what we're really good at, and we operate out of that gift, we'll wind up achieving way more than if we just see the guys that get all the glory and all the, the media and all the yep. stuff and say, I want to do that. Yep. You know? You, you, especially with being so team, you know, oriented, like that's, you know, from a business, like from a, from a staff standpoint or, yeah. or from the front office standpoint or from the business, it's like you have, there's so many people around you and hopefully everybody's fortunate enough to be around really good people, but it's about, do what you do, right? I mean, that's why your that's why your boy uh, Isaiah is having so much success with us because you know we just talked about this off air a little bit, but because he does what he does better than anybody else, yeah, and he knows his role, yeah, and it's like every rebound's mine. I'm here to run the offense. I'm here to screen, and like we just talked about off air, the league is paying these guys hundreds of millions of dollars to do just that, yeah. Tristan Thompson, $80 million, rebound the basketball, run the floor, right. protect the rim, yeah. $80 million. Yeah. Like, and, and I, you know, this is kind of getting somewhat off subject, but that to me needs to be ingrained way more into youth basketball development. Sure. Because everybody wants to be Steph. Right. You know, and everybody right. wants to do the, right. you know, and step back and threes and this and that. And it's like, okay, I get it. That's great. Let's do that. Let's work on that. But let's not forget these fundamental 
core principles yeah. of basketball. Pay the bills. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's like rebound the ball. Right. Box out. Be that guy. Be, be the glue guy. Be coachable. Be coachable. Be coachable, right? I mean, so you can fit into the role that the team needs you. But that's that's yeah, it's just your role. Your role. Yeah. And I mean that's from the that's from business to to life to basketball, the NBA to yeah. college. I mean that's that's just do your role. Yeah. You know? And and that that applies to any any team or organization that you're part yeah. of. Yeah. And so all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna kinda wrap it with that in turn like pushing it back to our audience. Do you know what your role is? Do you know what your gifts are? And if you don't, let me ask you this. Has there been anybody, Evan, that has helped you understand what you're gifted in? Has there been a time maybe you've tried to try to do this or try to do that? And is there, have you had any mentors that have helped say, hey, this is where you should go. This is what you should do. Or this is who you are. Has there been people that have helped you do that? Absolutely. I, I'm fortunate to have... Uh some really some really good mentors uh one of which actually uh your former college coach buzz peterson buzz has been a huge influence on me uh personally uh you know off the court on the court and um somebody that i confide in you know heavily and uh you know that's again i think to get anywhere that we all want to be in life right Mm -hmm. because we all have dreams and goals and aspirations and i i think for for you to get from a to b or a to c or whatever it is is you have to find who's already there yeah who's been there or who's currently there right and it's real simple you just ask them all right how do i do this you know like and 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 you got to nurture that relationship and you build that relationship and you, I mean, God, it's real simple. You do what they say. You do everything they tell you to do. Yeah. You just do it. But you also have to, you know, hopefully that person is an example. Right. And it's like that you're, they're an example and that you can, not just by asking, right, but by, by watching, you know, move the way they move. Do the things they do. Um, talk the way that, I mean, I'm talking like take it to a science. Yeah. Right? Because it's really, really simple. Yeah. Find those guys or people, girls, whoever did. We're, we're, we got a we got a female assistant right. who's making like crazy waves. I mean, she does a podcast. And we should have brought her here. Yeah, she. I mean, it's crazy. She's like podcast a day right now. But uh, um, find those people, nurture the relationship. Yeah, do what they do. Right. You know. Right. I mean, it, it's it's re- really simple. But that takes a sense of humility. And also Big of saying time. that you're not just going to do it your way. You're gonna you're gonna listen. You're gonna take in. You're gonna so there's a there's a piece there that uh, that allows you to get to that next level too. If you'll listen and do as others have yeah, done. You got you got to be open to the feedback. That was that's I, I do that. I'll check in with the guys that you know. I've I've got you know a list of guys that you know I consider mentors, and I'll make sure that we speak either on the phone or just via text. You know either bi-weekly or uh or or monthly you know at the at the least and one thing that i always make sure i ask is um you know i need you to be honest with me yeah do i do anything do i need to do something different uh 
what are you thinking? How's the direction we're going in? What's, you know, you got, you have to be willing to ask the tough questions. You have to. Um, but that's, I'll make sure that that's one of the first things that, you know, comes out of my mouth whenever we sit down or talk or on the phone is like, all right, am I doing this the right way? Yeah. You got to ask. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, without that, um, without that, I mean, you know, you're kind of directionless, you know, it can't all be just great jobs and thumbs up, you right. know, cause that's not, you're wrong. You know, if that's right, you're not, you're, you're yeah. doing it, you're doing it wrong. Um, so that's, that's, that's been my, uh. That's my formula. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, that's that's my formula. I dig so. it. I dig it. All right, Evan. So if 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 people are trying to get a hold of you and follow you a little bit, do you what's Twitter, social media? What you got? Yep, yep. I got a Twitter. It's my first name, Evan. Last name Harville. We'll uh, has it. You put a little link. Does it work? You got a link or something? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, fi- we'll, we'll figure we'll it out. It. Yeah, at Evan Harville. So uh, be sure to go hit that follow button. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. And I'll certainly follow the NBA G League Swarm if you want to see yep. what Evan's up to and how he's making these players jump 75 inches and yep. Uh, yep. knock down yep. threes from half court regularly because that's what player development is. You know, is, what? Right? You know what's funny, though? Yeah. You know what's funny about that is all last week I've ended – this is funny. I've ended all of our workouts with half court shots. yeah. I mean, no, I'm serious. And it's like, and, and it's like, it's 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 fun because it yeah. gets the guys like, is he serious? Yeah. And it's like, no, I'm right. serious. You gotta, we, you never know when you're gonna need this. Right. You know what? I, like, right. we may need, you may have to make this at the end of the game. It keeps things fun and it no keeps doubt. it competitive. The first one to make one, let's go real no quick. Doubt. You know, so yeah, we do that. 75 inches. I don't, I don't know about that. But, <laughs> but, but yeah, so no, I dig it, man. We appreciate having you on and. uh Hopefully you guys tune the, the the ones that are tuning in. If you're if you're digging what we're doing, I appreciate it if you would share it. Also, feel free to to chime in and hit us up and let us know if you've got you know questions or maybe even a next guest that you like to hear. So, Ev, appreciate having you on, man. Thank you. I really appreciate this. Thank you for listening to this episode of the F Two Basketball Podcast. Remember, you can check us out on Instagram and Twitter at F2 underscore basketball. You can also search for us on Facebook and YouTube. This podcast is available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. We'll see you next time for another episode of the F2 Basketball Podcast.